to Relaunch Live Podcast. Relaunch Live Podcast. Talking all things real estate, the strategies that build it, and sharing their own life-changing growth plans. They are two of the most dynamic people in the business with one common goal, to make you rethink, reimagine, and be re-inspired in your life and business. Welcome to the Relaunch Live Podcast with your hosts, Veronica Figueroa and Jeff Lobb. Hey, welcome everybody back again. Relaunch Live Podcast, making you rethink, reimagine, and be re-inspired. And I couldn't be more thrilled to have Veronica back. Hey guys, I'm super excited. I guess we'll call this the Cabo edition. Cabo um, edition, yes. Coming to you live from Cabo. We just wrapped up an amazing conference. And you know what I love about it is you hold me accountable. Here we are, relaunch <laughs> live. And it's actually one of the things that I look forward to most because I get to meet with dear friends of mine who have inspired me along the way. And this one is no different. Obviously, um, someone that has tons of experience in the business and it's no, uh, I would say not to sound cliche, right? Or no pun intended. It's like, she runs the experience realty group. Um, Kathy Helbig, someone that you and I both know from, for many years, right. In the Inman space and the Zillow world and just kind of like the conference world of real estate. Um, you know, so when we think about the people that we want to bring on here, it's people that really can bring value to the community and, and just who, like I said, personally, have inspired me um, to to just think big. And you know, Kathy, welcome. Thank you so much for always being an inspiration to me. Uh, what a lot of people don't know is like you've kind of coached me for quite a few years now, like on different things, business, ancillary services, marriage advice, all of the above. <laughs> you know, being a woman in leadership. Um, but you know, you just have all this amazing experience. But it's all about giving people a wonderful experience. So thank you for being here. Welcome, my friend. Thank you for having me. Love <laughs> to be here. Wish I was actually in Cabo with you right now, but this hey, is the next thing. Me too. Hey, it's okay. It's okay. We're going to have to plan <laughs> up here. I'm with you, Kath. We got to plan this trip. Yeah. <laughs> exactly. Yeah, so, Kathy, um, just for those who are listening in, tell, a little, uh, tell them a little bit about you and kind of like, what, what does it mean to be an experience, but a little bit backstory of you and um shared some insight sure well backstory of me i've been in the real estate industry for 25 years i actually got into sales um very early on as a one of the very few females in automobile sales when i was like 19 years old so i cut my teeth on hardcore uh sales habits and uh people-to-people relationships, and that eventually evolved into outside sales and then eventually got into real estate because um, I was married, having children, had my first child, stayed home with him for about a year and a half. And then some broker came and said, you know, you really should be in real estate. You'd be awesome. And you can work 15 hours a week and make a ton of money. That's what I was doing. That's crazy. Yeah, so I was like, Okay, let, let me do that. So jumped into real estate school and, um, you know, just thought I was going to be part time. I had my second baby was cooking in the oven and I think I was part time all of about a week. And it was uh, 1997 and real estate was just starting to really crank again after interest rates had kind of come back down after the crazy interest rate hikes back in the 80s. And um, I haven't looked back. I just uh, just didn't know what I didn't know. So I put my head down 
had a kid on my hip, had a kid on the breast and just went full steam ahead. And next thing I know, after about a year in the business, I realized that I had so much business that I was losing people between the cracks. So mm. this was pre-team days when there, you know, people did teams in real estate, unless you were a husband and wife for the most part. But I just figured, you know, there were these two ladies in my office and they were so nice. And so, you know, I'm just going to see if they want to talk about maybe just partnering. So we kind of threw everything in the pot. We jumped into doing this team model, which we didn't know any idea of what we were doing. But that was the beginning of my my fast growth. So fast forward a couple of years, now Realtor.com comes to the scene. I'm, I'm pre-internet age, you know. So real estate came to the scene on internet. That changed everything. I dove headfirst into internet marketing and then really just catapulted and, kept, and leaps and bounds from the competition because A, I was doing a team model and B, I was getting rid of, you know, just print and newspaper and and really embracing internet marketing early on before everybody else did. So then I just grew a team over those years, did everything wrong, failed a million times, spent way too much money, restarted, recreated myself. I don't know how many times we've recreated ourselves in the brand and the name and the tagline and the colors and all that stuff, but eventually found a groove um, with with a good team running and then finally came to the point where a light bulb went on. And this is where my final brand change kind of came into place, the experience. And what was happening is over the years, as we kept doing a lot of business, I really was feeling the disrespect that people have for agents and for our industry. And Mm -hmm. it pained me because I can take it for myself, but when I would see people disrespect my team members and I would see people you know, expect them to work for free without any commitments and then run them around for three months. And they go, oh, by the way, I didn't tell you my mom's a realtor and she's going to write the contract, you know, just day after day of seeing that type of thing happen in our industry, it really started to light a fire in me. And I was trying to figure out how, how do we, how do we show our value to people because they don't see it. And that's why we're disrespected. And part of that reason is our own fault in this industry, because We don't have enough training. We do just, you know, they let people into real estate school. And in some some areas, it's 20 something hours of real estate school and you're a realtor. In our area, it's 48. You pass a test and then, you know, you just throw them out there to learn on the consumer. So, of course, the consumer was having not great real estate experiences. So that's when it kind of all just flashed between before my eyes. And I said, aha. Here's the problem that's we've created it and we deserve, we meaning the industry kind of deserve to have some of the pushback from consumers. So how are we going to change it? We're going to change it one experience at a time. Mm. So that was my first thought. So we kind of changed the name going from the Kathy Helbig group or everything else we were before to the experience expect to be moved because that's my goal moving forward is to change how people look at us because we give them such a great experience that they do value us moving forward. Oh, so good. I got chills just thinking about that. But that wasn't so simple, you know, because I hadn't thought about yet 
how do you change the experience? I, I can change it because I know I know what to do, but now I'm growing team members. And then I started, I, I got into a Keller Williams franchise. So I was an owner of a Keller Williams franchise at this time that all these epiphanies are coming to me because I was seeing, we had 240 agents and the majority of them were not successful agents. The majority of them were selling two to you know, six, seven houses a year. And you don't get proficient on something when you're not doing it repeatedly. Mm-hmm. So that was kind of where I really got behind the scenes and thought, okay, my idea sounds great, but how am I going to get there? Well, I had to take a step back and said, all right, for us to make the consumer experience better starts with the agent experience. That was the little piece that didn't come to me first. So we got to change the agent experience of just go to school, take a test, throw them against the wall. A few of them are going to stick. The rest of them are going to leave. The ones that stick are learning on their deals themselves, or they're learning from peers who are never not necessarily taught right either. So we got to really back this up and we got to start thinking about finding the right people that are willing to learn, willing to be coached, willing to be mentored and really, really hone that team model. Because before I was a haphazard team. Oh, I like you. Oh, you need a job? You should come work for me. You know, that type of thing. And so that's that was the big change and the aha moment in my real estate career was probably back in about 2010, 12, something like that. So that's what, that's what we did. We reset everything. We changed how we did things. We brought everyone in on a team model. Everyone was coached and mentored by me and then the people, the management that I grew up. And then we eventually said, "Mm, I think we need a change and we went independent. So then we had that whole ride. That's that's the next chapter. (laughs) I love that, you know, it's just that the, when you're talking about the experience and how, how people were, you know, were laughed at at times in this industry kind of took me back to like imagining the guy who told you, you should get a real estate license and you only work 15 hours and you make a lot of money, right? Well, number one, like oftentimes it's a joke because of how the people represent our industry amongst each other, right? Exactly. It was the person who told me to get into real estate. He was like, you should get your real estate license, sell timeshare, and you're going to be rich, you know? And I was like, are you kidding me? And then I I took the class. He never passed at the time. And I absolutely hated timeshare. It wasn't for me at the time. I ended up going into human resources for the hospitality industry, but I watched and I observed some of the things that they did really well, but I knew it wasn't for me. Um, And I was committed to give people, you know, like a really great experience as well. And and that's where the trust came in and the referrals came in and people just, you know, kept on referring us um, very similar to you. But I was like, wait, where's this gig that it was going to be like work 15 hours and like, exactly, you know, now and I'm in a completely different world, but like, you know, no, this is an industry where you do have to work hard. You do. You with something that is the most important thing that they will ever, ever Mm -hmm. purchase their home or their raising where they'll build their wealth, you know, and they're surrounded by emotions. It's it's the the biggest expense and biggest asset that you're buying and selling. And then in in addition to it, it's racked with emotions by a lot of people. 
Yeah, I'm glad you touched base on that. And um, Jeff, I know you're always full of just great direct questions. Um, and before you throw out your amazing next question that I'm sure you're going to have is I want to just applaud you for number one, you said it, you have reinvented yourself in multiple markets. So anyone who's listening should be inspired by her because you don't always have to have it figured out and you can pivot. You know, you can pivot. And Kathy is a perfect example of someone pre-internet, you know, mm -hmm. and then you heard her talk about them when the online lead gen came into the game and she pivoted there and she mm -hmm. was already building a team when teams weren't really a common theme to build. So I'm sure you made a lot of mistakes there. Right. Uh, but, you know, it's okay for you to pivot and reinvent yourself and change your brand and realize right. that aha moment or that light bulb turned on. So thank you mm -hmm. for addressing that and mm -hmm. letting people who are listening know that they may find themselves having to reinvent themselves in this next chapter yeah. of real estate that we're facing, which Jeff, I'm sure you could probably touch a little bit about, but I'm sure you got a question. What you got, brother? No, I'm just, you know, we, we walked in the same shoes for, you know, many time zones there of the, the era you came through pre-internet. Mm -hmm. And when you said, you know, it hit me right between the eyes too, is when you said, you know, I had a lot of leads falling through the cracks and I was mm -hmm. just not able to keep up and there was no team structure. And I remember going through that battle myself. Yeah. Trying to figure out like who do I, and, you know, I, and you probably face this too. It's like chicken or the egg. Who do you hire first? A buyer's agent? A, a, do I want an admin? Do I need a, do I want to spend money on a salary when I'm not sure if I could pay it? Yeah, cool. All those early days of trying to figure out what mm -hmm. first, and then you just kind of force through it yeah. um, and you make it. But, you know, I found an email from, from you and <laughs> I was say a long from 2013 Yeah, and I was yeah. racking my brains trying to figure out, okay, it was something about we shared notes. I'm trying to think about where it was from because that's just mm -hmm. how far back some things go, like where we initially connected. I don't, mm -hmm. I don't know if it was Inman or if it was somewhere, um, but we exchanged yeah. notes on something. Do you remember? We, about you? We, we've been around each other at Inman and exchanged notes, but it might have been um, Swanee Pole. Oh, a T3. Possibly. I think it was might have been the very first T3. T3 at Swanee Pole. Yes. Wow. Yes. That is so cool. Yeah, yeah, I found it. I'm like, wow, I can't believe it goes back to 2013. Yeah. When I, I exchanged them. So, <laughs> I, I know. Trust me. I got chills <laughs> thinking about it. All right. So I have a question. Well, sure. well, you guys go back to the moment you guys met. I'm going to go back to a couple of things that you said. And I, you know, first of all, I remember when we met, of course, it was Zillow World. And I remember mm -hmm. Steve proposed at one of the, <laughs> yeah. was it at La Cantera? Oh, Vegas, 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 one of the many Vegas events that we've been to. And I just feel like we've become family over the years. But, you know, um, I, I have a question in regards to um, the the industry that we're in. As you said, we've had you've had to pivot. I need to know about this TikTok game that you're on. I was going to get there. <laughs> I'm glad you brought that up. I need yeah. to know, like, in this new era of pivoting, yes. at this conference and this amazing agent named Liz Brown, which, by the way, we got to bring her on. She is fire. Mm -hmm. She was talking to everybody. She's like, I just TikTok. She was mm -hmm. like, I just get my clients on TikTok, and I just mm -hmm. recruit on TikTok. And she's, like, mm -hmm. talking about how she does everything TikTok. And I'm like, listen, I have watched Kathy Helbig mm -hmm. over the last, I would say, four or five months go from mm – -hmm. Kathy Helbig to Kathy Helbig, the TikTok superstar. Yes, please. Like, knocking some out yesterday in the in the family room. <laughs> I love it. And, you know, uh, the reason I wanted to touch base on it was, A, we talked about pivoting, right? Because we could talk about what we did, you know, 10 years ago. But, like, right. let's talk about what we're doing today. 
You know, right. how are we getting your agents that don't have enough leads falling through the cracks mm -hmm. to generate leads, right? But you're leading by example saying, hey, you're pivoting again. Yes. You're being on video, you're on social, you're creating a presence of authenticity, you're teaching agents how to generate business, but like what clicked on you? Because you were a little shy on video for a little while. Yes, yes. I would do a video here and there, you know, industry related. I could get out and talk about what's happening in the pandemic and market stats and all that stuff, you know, cause I can rattle that off very easily. But I did struggle with TikTok because, you know, us old fogies, when that came out, it was a kid app, you know, it was, it was everybody dancing and, and I, I'm just really re careful and I'm reserved because I have had a brand that's very respected over the years. And I didn't want to cross the line of sexy and dancing and, you know, sexualizing women to sell real estate. And that kind of stuff was just kind of, you know, rubbing me a little bit seriously, right. Or not being too, not being taken too serious. Yeah. And like, who's really going to see it? Kids, they don't, they're not buying a house, you know? So I kind of went into it with that attitude and then the pandemic hit and we're all stuck at home and my kids are TikTok and they're like, mom, you got to do this TikTok dance with us. And I it was like a week's workout. I swear to learn this dance, first of all, <laughs> but I mustered through it and we did it and it was fun. And, and a bunch of people were like, oh my gosh, Kathy Helba like did a little dance. You know, it was like, wow, that's a whole, whole different personality that we're not used to seeing because I'm cool and collected and professional, you know, most of the time they know, they know billboard, Kathy, they don't know, you know, TikTok Kathy. Kathy. exactly, yeah. exactly. I didn't know TikTok Kathy necessarily. I love that. I love publicly. I did it. Yeah. You created so TikTok was, Kathy. Yeah. So that was the first little dip my toe into it. And I was like, man, these dancers are way too hard. So forget about it. So then I, I, I moved on, but then I did a couple of other videos and things of just like, you know, we're all stuck at home. Like what's everybody doing for their nails right now? So here's what I found for my nails. I just kind of did that type of thing and just product, you know, like what's my best product for this or that. And I had so many people tell me later, Hey, I, I, um, you know, didn't, wouldn't admit it to most people, but that thing you put up, like you do with your face, like I went and bought one immediately and I would have all these people tell me that. So I'm like, people are watching no matter what the content is. So again, fast forward a little bit more and I hire a girl that's in her thirties and she obviously is that younger generation and she TikToks, but she was pretty reserved and quiet too. So she didn't really tell me that she had this TikTok account. She didn't tell me that she had a YouTube account that had 18,000 subscribers on talking about one tiny little niche subject. So one day it came up and I'm like, what, why am I just finding this out? And why are we not doing this for me? So that became kicking it up the next level. We started really looking at it and just kind of putting some things out there and having fun with it. So myth busters and things about us, because again, there's persona Kathy and our team, and then there's the truth. So we started using TikTok as a fun, entertaining way to let people get a look at who I am and we are aside from business, but then also throwing some business facts in because people are looking for that as well. And it's really been going great. We've got lots and lots of views. We've got lots of followers. Um, and then on top of it, uh, it's called, it's making us get excited about, about video. Ah, and content again. This, yeah. 
this talks to my soul because yeah. I coach agents all the time. And, you know, people tell me like, Veronica, you're so comfortable on video and you're this. Mm -hmm. And I'm like, no, I'm not. Honestly, yeah. I'm not. Yeah. But I, like I said, I must, like you said, you must cheer up. You're like, all right, I have yeah. to do this. Yeah. Because it's. And I've been harping on my people to do it and they're not doing it. So I'm like, fine, I'm going to do it. And now they're finally doing it. And what if you and I were sitting in, uh, we were sitting in St. Louis and I remember saying, I'm like, girl, you have so much fire in you. Because when you talk about a subject that you're yeah. passionate about, you're like, get out of here. Right? Yeah. And I'm like, yes, right? Mm -hmm. And then, you know, we talk about, I mean, you've been a broker, you've been a teenager, leader, we recruit and all this stuff. And you're like, do people know the real Kathy? And there was just something mm -hmm. that lit up in your eyes. And I remember mm -hmm. you're like, you were just like committed, right? You had these conversations mm -hmm. like, I'm going to do these videos. I'm going to do this. Mm -hmm. And I'm going to lead for my people to do what I know is going to help them. And you stepped yeah. up like a leader yeah. to lead by example. And, yes. your and here's, another, here's another thing. I looked, I studied a little deeper into TikTok because I was still kind of like, who's going to see it type thing. I mean, these are people all over the world. They're not going to come buy houses from us here when they live in the Philippines, you know, that type of thing. But in reality, we're seeing a lot of business actually start to, or at least topics about, can you tell me more? Um, I'm looking to buy a house. I'm having trouble with this. Those type of conversations are actually happening more on TikTok with a very, very small audience. Cause I just started it a couple of months ago compared to my Facebook that I've been building since 2008, yeah. you know, and Instagram, I have as almost as many followers on TikTok in two months that I have an Instagram in since I created it. Wow. And so um, I started realizing and studying a little bit more, talking to other people that are doing it and realizing that with the algorithms of Facebook, right. the same people are seeing your stuff. It's your friends it's people that are commenting and interacting with you so they're not likely necessarily reaching out to meet you and get more information you're just kind of that same person that's in their face wow. tiktok it's a whole new world like there's people that have never seen you before they're scrolling they see this they like it they share it and then all these other people see it and that's an audience that is more untapped I love to that. be able yeah. to either recruit from or to be able to, you know, buy and get, get leads for buying and selling real estate. That TikTok audience has changed dramatically in the it last is. year though, too, because yes. I've been, you know, I pay close attention to it as well. And when you're starting to see um, doctors and surgeons and, you know, mm -hmm. some of our, I use the example, one of our keynote speakers many years ago, one of our conventions um, was Dr. Amen you know, mm -hmm. a, a, a surge, a brain specialist talking about, you know, the mm -hmm. psychology of sales in the brain, like he's on there sharing tips and ideas and strategies. When you see that level of expertise come into that platform, the eyeballs change and the consumers change. Right. right. So it's such a smart move. And you know what? It's here now. And yes. It's evolving just like Vine was here and went away, but TikTok's right. here. You leverage the platform, right? Build your audience. Mm -hmm. And if it's stage, you're, you're leading the, you're leading the edge there. That's right. You know, and I think Kathy, based on what I've seen and I've witnessed of you, I get to see a side of Kathy that mm -hmm. I feel like I didn't even know, like TikTok Kathy, like I said, but like, yeah. I think the way I see your office now engaging and I see your agents mm -hmm. engaging, mm -hmm. has that caused the phone to ring of people saying, I want to be a part of that culture. Oh my gosh, yes. What you guys are doing. For sure. For sure. I yeah, love because it. we're also cross promoting it uh, 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 over all of the channels. So, 
You can film something on one platform, make some changes, pass it over to the other platform, and then you just start hitting all of your audiences at once. So I literally had a gentleman and he was older, so I don't know where he saw, but he just said, "My e the email I got was, all right, I've seen enough of your videos that I need to find out about what's going on with you and EXP. Because when I, this was, you know, eight months after I'd made the switch. And so EXP, not EXP, whatever, people want to know more about that culture and they want to, they want to know what you have that they don't because most brokerages, especially the face of it is not typically putting themselves out there with a queen cap on and doing a parody about how my agents must be peasants and talk to me like I'm a Yas queen because I'm so stuck up because I'm a top agent. Like who's going to think I'm going to actually do that. But everybody loved it. They were just like giggling because they know I have kind of heard that persona of like, Oh, she's, she's intimidating or, you know, she's untouchable and all these things. And it's like, no, I'm not, I'm sitting in here in my office doing this silly video because I'm going to show you how I am relevant. I am down to earth and I do care about my agents and we're friends every day. I'm, I'm not sitting in my office with a queen cap on. I love that. So, you know, because we're, we want to keep this to where people are definitely getting nuggets, right? You talked about cross promoting it. So if you, first of all, we talked about, you know, being able to pivot in any market, reinventing mm -hmm. ourselves in any market. Mm -hmm. Here you have a proven testimony of someone who has been through multiple markets mm -hmm. and is now reinventing once again, yet herself, elevating herself through social media and TikTok. Mm -hmm. You took action. It's been just a few months and your TikTok following has grown. You're cross promoting. So you'll make mm -hmm. small little edits. Yeah. You yeah. found someone that was talented in that area and you mm -hmm. leverage them in your business. So yeah. I'm hoping people are taking takeaways from this. Mm -hmm. If they wanted to start today, Kathy, what are mm -hmm. maybe one or two, maybe three pointers you can give them so that they can start today mm -hmm. on TikTok? So to start <clears throat> is to start. <laughs> Open your phone, <clears throat> do a couple very easy, easy things. Get, get online and do a little bit of research about trending songs and you know just different things that because in the app you can see what's trending and then do some things that are just very simple uh till you get comfortable yes so when i'm on tiktok right i'm on tiktok i'm gonna get comfortable is there a site that i find the trending songs this is a real life coaching session here <laughs> yes but i don't have it in here in front of me um to walk you through it but yes you can you can go in and then you you have to dial into where it says trending. Okay. And you can see there's a drop down of songs that are trending with different topics. So you can do that. And then you can go on YouTube and there's tutorials. Like you can find tutorials all over the place for walking you through that. Um, but a trending sound is a good thing to start with. Then you want to do, to me, you know, Elizabeth was my was my girl. That was my, my TikTok inspiration. And she would bring something and I'm like, mm, 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 <laughs> constantly. And I was like, but don't stop bringing it to me because one of these times it's going to be a, all right. And the first couple of times it was a, mm, I guess I'll do it because I've told you no 25 times. So it was a little bit out of my comfort zone, but I went ahead and did it. But you do personally, I still feel like I can't be carte blanche and do everything that everybody else is doing because there is still a professional 
side that I don't want to lose, you know, so, you know, so, so the trending sound is good. And you can start out with simple things with not even talking because that's the problem is people are so afraid to see themselves on video and hear their voice on video. And they're so worried that they, they're going to sound stupid. They're actually, it's a, it's a two edged sword. When you do video or, or social media, putting yourself out there through videos and TikToks and reels and all that stuff, number one, you're afraid everybody's going to see it and think you're stupid. And the other side of it, you're afraid nobody's going to see it and you get no engagement and then you're embarrassed. You got to get over that because not every single post is going to engage with everybody. It doesn't mean they didn't see it. They just might not be commenting on it. That's Okay. So the easy, easy way to get started is to do the simple ones like find a trending song, set your little TikTok up on your ring light, and then you start with, <laughs> you know, and then and then later you just get that down to where you liked your, you know, you have to practice where you're, if you're looking, if you're going to do a two-person thing and you're looking at the person and pointing this way, you want to make sure the next scene isn't. You're, you're pointing the same way because then you're pointing, you're both pointing that way where you got to be like, you're pointing at a person, then the next one you're over here and you're, you're doing that, you know? So those are the simple things where you just play with that a little bit and get comfortable with what does it look like when it's all spliced together and all the editing is right there in the app. So then you can do just really simple few stuff. What, later, later come up with the words, just get comfortable with your body and your face and the lighting. So you start with, and then you're like, and then you're like, huh. And then later you go, what are the three things that you should be doing right now to launch your real estate career? You don't say that. Those are the words. So now you take your, and your, and your, oh, oh no. and I think we froze. We so froze. Jeff and I, this is where we take over and we say, frozen. <laughs> <laughs> I know I had such, I had such a burning question for her. Um, well, but that's okay. we, she's frozen technology, you know, it's how we could ask it and then we'll bring it back. And hopefully when she comes back, we'll well, I do. I just want to make a point. So you and I can carry this conversation because I just really wanted to make a point, something she said that was really important when she was talking about, um, you know, the experience, everyone focuses on the consumer experience, but she made that point that saying the experience also is the other client, which is your own staff and employees and team and everything else. And that's the level of experience I think a lot of people need to focus on because everyone's always focused on that consumer driven experience. So I wanted to make that point that was really important. She said it and, you know, hopefully we'll elevate that at a different time. But, um, you know, I think we need to focus on our experience in our own brands and our own offices and everything else. So, yeah. We're having a little bit of technical difficulty. So if you could see my face, but you could hear yeah, my voice. I'm over here. That's good. That's right. Um, All gone. But you know what I love? Yeah, I agree a hundred percent. Um, it's, it's pretty interesting to know that you can't just put all the burden on the real estate school. Right. <laughs> you can't put it on, you know, um, all these coaches that are out there in the industry to teach your agents. You as a team leader, obviously, she took that responsibility on and she made sure she gave them a wonderful experience, which in turn right. grew their business. Um, I think we got Kathy back, which is yeah. awesome. I don't know what happened. Um, <laughs> yeah. is- so start little. Start little. Don't overwhelm yourself. And, mm-hmm. and then somebody taught me recently, just film a bunch of things and save them to your drafts for a little bit until okay. you're comfortable. 
and then go back and start posting some of those. And you know what? If somebody doesn't like one of them, who cares? Do another one. And you don't just because, because this was a stumbling block for me. I was trying to take everything that I did in TikTok and make sure that I repurposed it in Instagram and Facebook because that's where my biggest audiences were at first, you know, and, but not everything has to go over to the other channels. So you can take more risk with TikTok. And if you feel like you didn't love it, or it's not exactly the persona you want to put in front of your other, maybe you don't want it to go on LinkedIn, you know, so you can pick and choose and only take some of the ones that are maybe more, more industry related or educational or that type of thing and share those on some of your other platforms instead of doing it across the board. Love that. So it's start now, save tons of videos on your drafts. Don't be afraid to take some risk on TikTok. Um, copy other people, just change it up a little bit. You know, we've so, always said in our mastermind groups, why recreate the wheel? You see something fun and cute that somebody did do the same thing, make it your own. Absolutely. Absolutely. Um, you know, I think, um, it, it, you know, I see you having a lot of fun. And I think that that's probably part of the ingredient, right? You're having fun with this. My son just started a YouTube channel and um, he's kind of like in this world of finding himself uh, and he loves music and he always had this passion for music. And he started his YouTube channel, I think just a couple of weeks ago and um, he's got already a good number of followers. But what was interesting, he said to me, I feel like he was coaching me up. He says, mom, I want to do something yeah. that is aligned with my my soul and what really makes me feel good about it. He's like, and that it's natural for me to be able to have fun with it. And music is one of those things. So now he's actually, his YouTube channel is him. Um, I guess he does a voiceover when a new song drops and he reviews the song. Mm -hmm. okay. He's yes. reviewing other artists' songs of like, and you know, like, Right. And he's got people like just tuning in because of how funny he is and yes. how he just is so passionate about like, let's just say one lyric that dropped. He's like, you know, this young group, they're like, oh, my God. And yeah. it's crazy how in two weeks of him being committed and just saying just started and being passionate about it. He's got his whole podcast set up. Actually, he hijacked one of my podcast setups in Puerto Rico. Um, but he's <laughs> having so much fun with it. And I see a different like energy from mm -hmm. that. And it's very similar to the energy that I see you guys putting out with TikTok. Mm -hmm. It's just, it's light, it's airy, it's believable, mm -hmm. it's fun, you know, it's consistent. And the one thing is he's been consistent with this video. Right. That's and the biggest thing about TikTok. You do need to be con consistent and keep yeah. putting something out because then you're, you'll start to lose your audience if you don't have new content coming out. So that's yeah. why you do want to not make it. I was struggling at first because I wanted to make everything be you know, a class and a top notch production. And we were ordering um, costumes and all of these things, you know, to just like be this funny stuff. And it's like, it was taking too long to get those up and going. And it was, it was a little bit of stress. So then Liz kept pounding me on the head and being like, just put the on. you know, just do this. And, you know, and I'm like, no, I want to make it, you know, really perfect. And I really had to, to check myself on that and realize you, you do have to be consistent or you will start losing ground with TikTok. That's yeah. yeah. I love right. that. 
And by the way, Ella did check me. She's like, Veronica, they're called reaction videos. That's what you're <laughs> doing, reaction videos. Yes. yes. <laughs> so another really easy one are, are the voiceovers. Like that's that's one that you can have fun with and you just yeah. you're just mouthing what some other trending voice is. And I love like, those. I did one with I'm not a fan of that one. Yeah, the ones where you're mouthing. I know I Okay, yes. here's my thing with those. I think, how many times do they have to practice that? Oh, yeah, that's mine, it depends oh on how long God. it is. I, I get them pretty good, but I did one with the card. My first one was a Kardashian one. And it was um, it was like she was on Ellen or something. And so it was this whole uh, back and forth conversation between Ellen and, I don't know, Chloe Kardashian or something. And so I did it and I nailed it. And I had so many people be like, gosh, you had the Kardashian voice down perfect. I'm like, <laughs> it people don't know. Voice. They have no idea. <laughs> they didn't know. Oh, yeah, they if you do so that Jeff, good, that's even better. I have a question for you, Jeff. When are we going to yeah. get on TikTok? I am on. Um, I am on. I on. Your people are doing stuff. <laughs> yeah. I mean, on a, in a slow pace. Um, I wanted to see a change, which this year it did change quite a bit. Mm -hmm. uh, I wanted to see the audience shift first. Um, yeah. Because you're right. Instagram and, and Reels is kind of the prime. Um, but it, we did some dabbling a little bit. Um, I have zero and, uh, videos and I have three followers. But what? I can tell you, see, I can tell you the stuff that I've brought over to Reels. I do get views and some engagements, but nothing like I do on TikTok. I had one video on TikTok that's had over 70,000 likes and comments and, you know, views and I think that same video on, I brought it over and crossed it over to Instagram and it's got like a few hundred. Wow. It's, it's really a big algorithm game, which most of us won't ever know how and when, but I, I did watch a, I did watch a guy that had a huge following, a huge amount of engagement. And he admitted that something changed in the algorithm and it started to fall off dramatically. So he must've been doing something very niche specific yeah. and he watched it drop off based on some change that, you know, is an unknown. Yeah. Right, yeah. but, well, here's a, here's a big tip too. And I didn't know this at first either. Facebook doesn't like TikTok. Facebook doesn't want you getting off of Facebook. Just like why we, when you put post up now, you don't put the link in your post because it's driving people away from Facebook. So then Facebook then shuts your, okay. your uh, exposure down. Well, the same thing when you cross a TikTok video over into your other channels, you have to film it. You're better off to film it outside of TikTok and then bring those pieces into TikTok because you don't want the watermark. The watermark of that little TikTok thing, when you put it on Instagram, it goes, no, you're promoting somebody else on our site. That's a huge tip right there. And I hope everyone heard that because, you know, it used to be before TikTok you know, the share button, like I'm going to share my Instagram to my Facebook and the algorithm on Facebook didn't love that because it wasn't right. organically uploaded. Right. Same thing with TikTok. So you're right. So for those who haven't heard that clearly, do your own video on your own phone or whatever it is, mm -hmm. and then upload organically to the platform to make mm -hmm. that algorithm see it as new, not shared. That Correct. is a very, very good tip. Very, yes. very I am so grateful that you came on and you're giving us a whole new experience, right? A whole new experience of, yep. you know, uh, I would say having fun with real estate, training your agents, recruiting, showing your authenticity mm -hmm. um, and pivoting, right? And pivoting with where we're going. And yeah. 
you're inspiring me again, yet again, because I have not had, <laughs> uh, I have not had the opportunity to dive into TikTok. My own limited beliefs, my own imposter syndrome, which I know a lot of people have. Um, but you have inspired me yet again. I'm going to start. I'm going to start this weekend. I'm going to do a video. Yeah. I'm going to hold myself accountable, and you guys are going to be able to. Follow me on TikTok as I start following Kathy's steps. Jeff, I'm going to follow you as well. And then we can come back and maybe give a recap as we TikTok yes. a little bit more. Yes. That'd be awesome. I love it. Anything else, Jeff, that you want to ask before well, we I, let I, this, you I got so many questions for Kathy. We, we'll just have to bring her back. I got other deeper questions I want to get into and stuff too, but this was awesome. This was great. Great time well spent and, and hopefully a lot of nuggets. People are taking notes. Yes. Them, so. One thing I want to leave you with because okay. you've brought it up a couple of times about pivoting and recreating yourself and, and that. And I am definitely the queen of, of doing that over the years. And I have to say it's worked for me. I mean, it's been successful. Every move that I've made has taken me to the next step in my business. And sometimes I literally shake my head when I see agents out there say they've been with the same company or doing the same thing for 20 years or 25 years. And like, be, be bragging about it. And I get there's loyalty. I appreciate loyalty, of course, myself as a broker. But sometimes it's like you got to shake it up and do something different every once in a while. So yeah. I don't know that that's such a, a placard that you want to wear that I'm stuck in my rut for 25 or 30 years and I haven't tried anything else because I can tell you from experience, every time I've tried something else, it's always been successful in taking me to the next chapter. Yeah. And I think it's because it opens so many doors and you're willing to go all in and commit to mm -hmm. it. And next thing you know, you see a completely different world and mm -hmm. it's, it's been, it's the only way I know how to operate. All right, we're doing this. I'm going all in. Let's go. So be yeah. ready. And we have to realize change is going to happen with or without us, right? It's going to happen. Exactly. So either be part of the change and be the change, or you're going to sit and watch it happen. You That's got it. You left behind. Well, thank behind. you guys again for joining us on another Relaunch Live where we bring amazing speakers who help you rethink, reimagine, and be re-inspired. Thanks again, Relaunch Live. You can find us on Spotify, Google Play, Apple. Where else, Jeff? Soon to be TikTok. Podbean. And then soon TikTok. Yeah. There we go. All, All right, right, guys. Take us away, Ella. Thanks so much, everyone. We'll see you on the next one. Take care. Thanks for having You've been listening to the Relaunch Live podcast, helping you rethink, reimagine, and be re-inspired in your life and business. Make sure to like, rate, and review the show. Find the show on Apple, Google Play, Spotify, and YouTube. See you next time.